This is Gene Lance on the Worker's Beat Extra. My friend Kenny Winfrey died yesterday or the day before. Kenny's going to be buried in Tennessee where he's from, in the bluegrass area. And he came to Texas, I guess, about 1992 or three, somewhere in there. And when I first heard that there was a well-known bluegrass folk singer in my union, I started asking him to perform. And I never knew him to say no. He helped me raise money for KNON radio, raise money for whatever workers' cause there was, any strike or any trouble. And he would come and sing to the retirees. He also joined the concerts that I organized. First of all, just labor concerts. And then later on, we started doing them on Woody Guthrie's birthday, which is July the 14th. I don't know that Kenny ever said no. He was always there. And Kenny was the only real musician I knew. He had a record that was uh, from played on the Smithsonian album, and it was songs that he himself had written. This one's called I'm a Union Card. He also sang about Down at the Union Hall and all kinds of folk songs. Somewhere he's got, got some uh, traditional songs as well. That's Kenny Winfrey singing. Kenny's great model for union singing was Joe Glazer. Joe Glazer sang union songs and sold his own CDs at union meetings all from the 1960s and 70s and 80s. This was a period when there was practically nobody doing union songs. Like everything else that was progressive and vital and and moving forward in the labor movement, it all kind of stopped in 1947. It didn't really start again until 1995. But Joe Glazer, pretty much by himself, tried to fill the gaps and keep people singing union songs, some that he wrote and mostly songs that came up out of the past. If you go back through history to the Civil War, you find a, a working people song called John Brown's Body. And they stole the tune from a religious campground type of song called, Oh, brothers, will you meet me? Oh, sisters, will you meet me? Glory, glory, hallelujah. And they changed that to John Brown's Body Lies a Moldering in the Grave. Here's someone singing it. You'll recognize the tune. John Brown struggled to free the slaves, it says. I found on the internet a, a verse of John Brown's buddy that, that I hadn't heard. It says, He captured Harper's Ferry with his 19 men so true. He frightened old Virginia till she trembled through and through. They hung him for a traitor, 
they themselves the traitor crew, but his soul goes marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. And then the song was considered too rough and, you know, and too much of a working people's song. So some woman during the Civil War took the same tune and called it the Battle Hymn of the Republic, which you've heard over and over again, with the same refrain, Glory, glory, hallelujah. I think this song this from 1872 is actually the most popular song in the workers' movement. Uh, it's originally in French, as a lot of workers' songs were. And it's called The International. The International Working Class will free the human race, it says. I love these old songs. Here's the lyrics in English. Arise, ye prisoners of starvation. Arise, ye wretched of the earth. For justice thunders condemnation. A better world's at birth. No more tradition's chains shall bind us. Arise, ye slaves. No more enthralled. The earth shall rise on new foundations. We have been naught. We shall be all. Tis the final conflict. Let each stand in their place. The international working class will free the human race. I really gotta like that one. And the banks are made of marble. This is an old song. I don't know who wrote it, but... This is a fighting song. These are marching songs. Here's some of the lyrics for the banks are made of marble. I've seen the weary miner scrubbing coal dust from his back. I heard his children crying. Got no coal to heat the shack. But the banks are made of marble with a guard at every door. And the vaults are stuffed with silver that the miner sweated for. In 1915, Ralph Chaplin of the Industrial Workers of the World stole the tune again for John Brown's body, and this time he called it Solidarity Forever, and it's known now as Labor's Hymn, Solidarity Forever. And instead of Glory Hallelujah, they say Solidarity Forever, Solidarity Forever. The union makes us strong. Is there aught we have in common with the greedy parasite? who would lash us into serfdom, who would crush us with his might? Is there anything left for us but to organize and fight? The union makes us strong. Solidarity forever. That's, that's the one a lot of union people know. But if they go back into the really, really old days, in 1886, the song that thrilled the union movement was called the Eight Hour Song. Because back in those days, people worked 12 or 14 hours a day, just normal. And they were trying to get eight hours. So there was a song, eight hours, and the, the refrain goes, eight hours for work, eight hours for rest, eight hours for what we will. And there are just, the lyrics just seem to go on and on. There must, must be 10 of them. But this is the last one, and, and I'm probably the best one. Hurrah, hurrah for labor. For it shall rise in might. It has filled the world with plenty. 
it shall fill the world with light. Hurrah, hurrah for labor. It is mustering all its powers and shall march along to victory with the banner of eight hours. Shout, shout the echoing rally till all the welkin thrill. Eight hours for work, eight hours for rest, eight hours for what we will. A lot of the of the great songs that we have in the in labor's songbooks came from the industrial workers of the world. Ralph Chaplin, who wrote uh, Solidarity Forever, of course, was uh, the main songwriter for the industrial workers of the world back in 1915 when he wrote Solidarity Forever. There's one that was more recent. I think this was written in the 1920s by IWW members. It says... It's okay to be an IWW member, and it's okay if they call you a red. And some of the lyrics are this. When I was just a little kid, I used to love parades with cotton candy, snow cones, and sometimes lemonade. When I come in one evening, my neighbor's father said, Them marchers is all communists, my boy. Are you a red? Well, I didn't know just what he meant. My hair them days was brown. Our house was painted white like every other in the town, so I went and asked my mama why the neighbor called me red. My mama took me on her knee, and this is what she said. Oh, you ain't done nothing if you ain't been called a red. If you're marched or agitated, you're bound to hear it said, so you might as well enjoy it or love the word instead, because you ain't been doing nothing if you ain't been called a red. That was an IWW song. Another IWW song happened when Frank Little was lynched. Frank Little is my personal hero. He was lynched in 1917, and afterwards someone wrote a song and put it to the tune of uh, Tales of Hoffman. It's a, it's a classical tune. It goes, Farewell, Frank. You fought your fight. A long good night is all we can say. Sleep on, sleep on. Your work is done, brave fighter, for the day. No more you'll feel the cling of steel. You've burst the prison bars. You gave your life, and this our strife, brave conqueror of stars. Sleep on, sleep on. Your work is done. Sleep on, sleep on, sleep on. Then, of course, we got a lot of working people songs from Woody Guthrie in the 1930s. In this one, he says he's trying to, he says that he's the hardest working man that ever lived, and he said he's worked really hard to impress a woman. And there are a bunch of lyrics, but I like this one. He said, I cleaned out nine barn lofts, cranked 31 cars, all makes and models, pulled three cars out of mud holes, and four or five out of snowdrifts. I dug five cisterns of water for some of her friends, run all kinds of errands, played the fiddle for nine church meetings. I joined 11 separate denominations. I joined up and signed up with seven of the best trade unions I could find. I paid my dues six months in advance. <laughs> so Woody Guthrie did some, did some great songs for working people and made a great contribution too bad it doesn't pay, you know, so he didn't really ever have much money, and neither did 
Uh, neither did my good friend Kenny Winfrey, who just passed. Uh, couldn't make a living singing, even though he was really good at it. Couldn't make a living writing songs, even though they were very memorable songs. He worked in the factory where I worked. Working people's songs even worked their way up into Broadway musicals, like this great anti-racist song that was in a very popular movie and a Broadway play called South Pacific. It's an anti-racist song. It says, you've got to be taught to be afraid of people whose eyes are oddly made and people whose skin is a different shade. You've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be taught before it's too late, before you're six or seven or eight, to hate all the people your relatives hate. You've got to be carefully taught. And coming on up to more recent times, you can't take anything away from Dolly Parton because she wrote one of the greatest working people songs of all time, Nine to Five, about women office workers. And this is the way it starts. Well, I tumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition, yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the street, the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Barely getting by, it's all taken and no giving. They just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy if you let it. And I want to remember too, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder did a concert here in, in Dallas in about 1984, and he dedicated the concert to the young men that we call the Comanche Three. They were drowned while in police company down at Comanche Crossing in Mahia, Texas. I really like Stevie Wonder and his working songs. His father works some days for 14 hours, and you can bet he hardly makes a dollar. His mother goes to scrub the floors for many, and you can bet she hardly gets a penny living just enough, just enough for the city. And the last verse, I hear, I hope, I hope you hear inside my voice of sorrow and that it motivates you to make a better tomorrow. This place is cruel, and where could be so much colder? If we don't change the world, we'll soon be over. Living just enough. Living just enough for the city. Everybody's culture today is controlled by our bosses. Our bosses control all the radio programs, all of the television, all of the movies, all of the books, all of the record companies. It's all over us and all through us. So it's a real fight to try to get information and culture for working people. That's what we do on the KNON's radio show, The Workers Beat, at 9 o'clock Central Time every Saturday. We try to fill in the gaps of information and culture for working people. And we intend to keep right on trying. This is Gene Lance on The Workers Beat Extra.